Hello everyone and welcome to episode 70 of the Xbox 4 Gamers podcast. This week, as always, I'm joined by our wonderful producer, Charlotte. Hi. And our uh, basically fucking recurring guest slash host here, uh, Mr. Dio himself. How you doing, mate? I'm the adoptive son nobody asked for. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, we needed somebody and you were like, yeah, I guess. Um, it pays that you're like, you know... Sleeping with all the hosts? Yeah. Yes. Just con- yeah. contractually obligated to show up when when asked, which is nice. Yeah. Um, this week, um, we got a few things on. It's not super crazy, um, but we're we'll probably be talking a little bit about um, cheat codes, uh, getting easy achievements. Uh, there's been some some juicy details in the uh, the Microsoft Activision Sony trifecta. Um. And we've got a couple of interesting questions around kind of, you know, where our life has gone with achievements and what we would do if we'd lost them. Um, but as always, we do the show live on Twitch. You can come hang out with us in the chat um, with people like Angel and and our previous guest, uh, Mr. Just Jake, um, hanging out there. Um, Xbox Hall of Gamers is the place to find us. So, yeah, come say hi, hang out, you know, check us a subscription, follow us. We, uh, we, we appreciate all of our... All of our audience, you can come ship posts and ask questions and all those kinds of fun things. But first, Charlotte is going to transition us to a song of the week. Take it away. Oh, already. Snowy morning, dragons calling. Steal the mask, find your zen. Only surround us in numbers unimaginable. I shoot and slice my way through all of them. But things just start out crazy, taking lives of every fool. And I would gladly save the world if I only knew that someday people thought that I was cool. That someday people thought that I was cool. Cause they will all go bleed. While running and grapple hooking. Come and pick a fight with me. Shoot into the bloody morning. And that dragon's head I'll cleave. Oh, and that is Song of the Week. For this week? Uh, hopefully a nice easy one. Uh, Dio, do you know what it is? <laughs> uh, no. Um, I know the band and the year it came out because Charlotte gave me hints. I was five when the song came out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, okay, um, so that's fair. I was still listening to um, Naughty and whatever the Portuguese show was going on at the time. Naughty? Like with big ears? Uh, it's it was like a toy taxi driver. Yeah, it was right, really yeah. creepy. Now yeah, that I think we, about we it, we had it here too. Noddy, the it was an elf. Yeah, little elf. Yeah, was he an elf? Yeah, I don't know. They were little. It was kind of weird. It was it was looking back. It was like yeah, one of the characters called Big Ears. I think. Yeah, it's um Aiden Blyton. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah, and he had the weird furry relationship with one of the bears. Look, I, look, look. There's a lot of stuff when you go back and look at it in like kids' shows. You're like, man, this is kind of hmm. weird. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yes. Um, so uh, okay, Charlotte, do you know what the song is? Yeah, hundred percent easy. Yep. Yeah, all right. Uh, anyone in the chat? Any guesses? A bit easy. 
Um, no, okay, yep. Charlotte, what was it? It was Maroon 5, Sunday morning. Yes, it is. Uh, based on one of the games I played this week, which is uh, Shadow Warrior 3, which mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll talk a little bit about um, later in the show. All right. Um, well, normally we do an interview, but obviously you guys all know Dio at this point. Um, so I hope you do. Like, yeah. Um, so well, let's... they don't know Dio; they know Velik usually. Sure. Um, yeah. But was let's, that Dio? Let's, let's get um. Let's get into our community questions because we've got a couple of them this week, and they're quite good. Um. So our first one's from uh from a good friend, Mister Logic Dad Isaac. Says, hey guys, what's the funniest thing that's happened in a game for you recently? Not necessarily something that was intended to be funny, but something that made you laugh while playing. Uh, thanks and thanks for the show. You're very welcome, Isaac. Um, any thoughts? I mean, I gotta say, and I made this very known when it was happening when I was doing Crossfire X, and I figured out that the most OP weapon was the knife because mm-hmm. yep. nobody knew what to do and I was just running at people and getting like yep. 50 kills and one death in matches headshots as well yeah. because people just tried to keep shooting me and the game was so well balanced that I, they couldn't kill me in time before they were dead yeah yeah the game was a fucking mess um, at least it was easy they were trying to capitalize on um, the older the popular PC Asian one and the fan base from um, Counter Strike, and it failed massively. Mm. And apparently, Counter Strike Two has been kind of leaked. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, apparently a lot of a lot of games are being like up up res to like a Source Engine Two, a lot of like classic yeah. games, which is kind of cool. Hmm, I'm trying to think of, like funny things in video games, like unintentional mm. ones. Mm. I can't really uh, think of any, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, like the thing is, like comedy is such a weird thing in terms of like like games doing comedy is is a tough one. Like I've been playing, went back and started playing High on Life again because they patched the the last achievement that I mm-hmm. couldn't get, and like that is a funny game, but most of it is like trying to be intentionally funny, unintentionally it's funny. Like, Poopy humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you got you have a very high IQ to to enjoy brick and morty style humor. Apparently. Um, Oh, okay. Pickle no, work, pickle work. So um, the thing that, that, the funniest thing that was happened was when me and Dear actually it happened a little bit with um, me and Matt when we played it, but it happened a lot when me and Dear played it. Fogs? Fogs. I was just going to say Fogs. <laughs> no, Fogs, yeah, Fogs is a hilarious the, fucking game. The massive um, physics. The scissors. Yes, but then the the um, the physics jumps. The, the glitch where like. Yeah. The just, fucking dogs would go flying off into space and then just massively spin and like extend themselves and be like, "What the fuck just happened?" I have so many videos of that happening. I I, I remember um talking with Odrin and, and when we were on one of their shows that they were talking about, they're like, "Yeah, you know, bring us a Game Pass game to talk about." And we brought Fogs as the example. They were like, "What the fuck mm. is this? Why? Why would you do that?" <laughs> yeah, physics dogs, Fogs. Um, I loved it. It was great. I it was a great Fox. game. It was a really, really fun game. So um, stupid. It was real fucking stupid. Um, yeah, like that's the only one I can kind of think about. Yeah, that's like, like kind of like physics funny, like kind of just messing around stuff. Yeah. Because um, the thing is, like, most time when games are broken, they aren't really that funny. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did just post a picture in our silly 
silly chat of the 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 great glitch that I just encountered on um Young Souls, where one of the enemies just got fucking glitched into the fence. Yep. And soft locked me. I can get out of it because I could change choose the map and like fast travel out, but still dumb. Mm. Um. The only other one I can maybe think of is recently was a uh, um, hard space shipbreaker because that game is all about like cutting into ships, disassembling stuff. Um, and there's all kinds of hazards. Like there was a bunch of times where I was like, okay, careful, careful, careful. And I just, I'm cutting around this thing. And suddenly I just leave the, the blowtorch on a little bit too long hit a fuel pipe, explode the whole fucking thing and just get flung out into space. And it's frustrating as fuck, but it is pretty funny. Um, and the, like that game kind of like, is, is like, it also has like an intentional humor to it because it's kind of like, you know, corporate, like hail corporate kind of sort of, you know. Yeah, I like, yeah, I, I, yeah that, that's probably the closest thing I can think of because I don't tend to play stuff that's kind of like physics-y kind of like jokey that's not intentional. I mean, outside of maybe like, well, like paparazzi was, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, maybe the stuff that happens in Human Fall Flat when we try to grab each other's asses and yeah, Mike yeah. keeps trying. Human Fall Flat, but I don't know classic. if that's unintentionally. That's us trying to make the, um, the game funny. funnier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the last level where Mike was like, "Oh, you guys, I'm just gonna skip it. You guys are." free to solve the level and us three decide to try and actually solve the puzzle with the fucking car. I mean we got it. And we did and you kept saying forward, backwards, and me and Charlie kept fucking it up and yep. running you over. Mike was very not impressed when I was like, oh cool, I'm the first person across there and she's halfway across the map towards the end of the level. <sighs> yeah. I was gonna say No Man's Sky, but that game didn't make me laugh. It more just frustrated the shit. Made you cry. Yeah, a little uh, bit. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mar there was Marvel's Avengers. Um, I will, so me and Animal both really pl like playing as Thor because you could just throw the M and the enemy would just get impaled in, in the things squiggling around, not being able to move. Yeah. And so I just kept throwing the hammer, and you could do something similar with Captain America's shield. Right. So I think I was playing with another player. Uh, and we both decided to throw the hammer and the shield at the same time. Mm -hmm. And as the dude just fell down, Hulk just landed on top of him. And I was having a bad day, I, that guy. Yeah. And, and it was like, and um, one of the um, NPC just was like, target neutralized. And I'm like, yeah, I think he's neutralized. All right. Yeah. 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 Um... Hmm. Yeah, there is nothing. Yeah, that's all I can kind of really think about. Because recently, most of the glitches are just frustrating. It's not yeah, exactly. Fun yeah, glitches. It just means fuck. I have to replay this goddamn game on this goddamn level. Um, speaking of redoing shit, um, our, our good friend Firehawk D. Ding. Yeah, Firehawk that, that, D. That's two mentions. Um, yeah. Shade. Yeah, if you say to say too many times, he shows up. So be careful. Um, he's puts the question to us tomorrow microsoft announces the sunsetting of the current achievement system opting to move to a new revamp system your old progress will not carry over but the old system will continue to exist but no longer be supported do you start over on the new system stay with the old or just give up i mean there hasn't been any uh recent suicides in the, in the bridge next to me i think one more would make a difference yeah i can 
Yeah, I probably would start the new one, but I'd, yeah. I don't know. I'll become a Steam achievement hunter. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, you got the fucking Steam account manager ready to go. Um. Yeah, I don't know, Charlotte. What do you what do you kind of think? Um. I guess it depends on how many other people would go to the new one, but I would probably want to go on the new one, like, mm. because then it's like, oh, I actually have a chance of like, you know, getting into the league, right? Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people yeah. feel the same way, feel like I'm just jumping on just to, just to be the first one, just yeah. like be the new stallion or whatever. But be the new I mean, Neo Master. Yeah, because like, like, I'd be you'd, I'd be right there too. So I know you would. Yeah, um, but hey, you know, like I have to hold my title. It's free to have dreams, you know. It. Um, uh, Jake yeah, dreams was cancelled. Jake puts out in the in the in the uh, the chat. Um, don't yell at me, but make it closer to the trophy system, and I'm in. Even though I mean, lot of achievements, I think PlayStation does trophies better. Yeah, like I can, de- I can definitely. There are different yeah. elements of the trophy system that I think work better, especially like the platinum system. The platinum how they separate. I mean, I don't really care because I count uh, DLC usually as a full completion. But how they separate the list in game and how they split the lists for the collections. Yes. Because yeah. seeing, I want to start Kingdom Hearts, but seeing all those achievements bundled up together in them is a mess. Yeah. The the only the only thing I don't really like about the PlayStation system is the fact that they have so many fucking stacks of like regional and, stuff. Which and is, the fact that it's in PlayStation. Yeah, and also yeah. yeah. Well like like I've got no, I got nothing against PlayStation. They're fine. You know, like like it like I could have just as easily ended up over there if I hadn't gotten into achievements, to be honest. Because like I had a yeah. PlayStation two and a PlayStation one as my first consoles. So PlayStation three was kind of the logical move, but three sixty, you know, just grabbed me. Um Yeah, I don't know. I Dear, what about you? Well, I'll, I'll I'll give my thoughts last. I mean, I would probably keep playing both in conjunction because I'm sure TA would like release like an update on their site where you they would just merge the both of them, and because I'm assuming that none of the old games that already exist in the in the current Xbox would carry over their achievements, so. Mm-hmm. They'd probably just play both. Play the new one, run the new one, and if I want to play an old game, obviously I'll have to play on the old one. Mm. Yeah, well, I, actually, I'm, ass- I'm, not, I'm assuming none of the games that are currently on Xbox would carry over for the new system, because then at that point, you're just creating a new account. Nothing is changing. Yeah, basically mm, just starting from scratch. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah I, yeah, I guess it would depend on how they implement it. Yeah, if, if it was like that, and they were like, yeah, like there's like end of this year is like the cutoff or, or like or today's the cutoff or whatever it is it's like anything that comes out after today is on the new system everything before that is on the old system i would be like well i i'll probably clean up everything i want to do on the old system yeah but i probably wouldn't like start a lot of new stuff like i, I would treat it like i do my 360 where it's like i'm just gonna i'm just on like cleanup duty and like i said if it's still the same gamer tag i'm sure ta or another website would find a way to like merge both but still get them separate 100 mm. percent, yeah um, if it was completely wiped, they were like, "Oh, actually, we're just starting from zero again. Like, we have to revamp the entire achievement system. Um, so everyone, everyone's reset to zero. You can re-earn all your achievements again, but they're on this new system with whatever benefit or whatever. Um, so creating a new account. Yeah. Just imagine Basically, all the games that yeah. are discontinued or unobtainable. 
Yeah. You the just list hope and... that no one steals your gamer tag on the new system. Like, imagine that. Yeah, that would be a fucking pain. Um, yeah. I mean, they can already steal it. You just have all the shitty uh, <laughs> yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that mm, I really wouldn't want... I mean, look, I, I, I was in this situation many years ago, right? Like, it was... I lost my I lost my Neomaster 2005 at the time account um, for like a year or two because um, the the it was, they had a thing where basically they, they had a database issue with the live account that was associated with my um, my with my Xbox account was deleted because um, I had like a hacker or something and so they like there was some I don't know, I don't hundred percent know it was years ago but like the, the account got removed and there was no way to the only way to verify it was to be like, oh, put in the existing email address and then update it to the new one. I was like, well, the existing one doesn't exist and I can't get a verification email because the email, the account doesn't exist. They eventually yeah. fixed it years later. I got a message from someone on um, Xbox Achievements and they were like, hey, um, I noticed you posted in this thread. I had a similar issue. Um, apparently it's fixed now. Go give it a try. Mm. But yeah, like I earned a bunch of achievements. I made a new a new profile, um, had close to 100% completion percentage because I just was going back and playing old stuff. This was sort of like sort of 360 days. Um. So I wasn't in the like you know millions of of gamers score, but it was I still had a relatively mm-hmm. high score, um, and like part of it was like fuck this sucks replaying all this stuff, but also it was like I had a perfect account, which was really appealing yeah. in a lot of ways, um, and I got to replay stuff that I was like I replayed things like Bayonetta and um, Assassin's Creed Two and like some of the Splinter Cell games, like games that I really really enjoyed um, originally. And kind of got to go through it again and without having to deal with all the bullshit of like stuff being discontinued or, or you know. It's funny that you say that because last year or two years ago, I was really tempted to create a new account just to have like that perfect account. Mm. And I decided not to just because of looking at the games, like so many games that I couldn't complete on this new account. And um, somehow Phil Spencer was like, I got you, bro. And if we fix GTA 5 or yep a hacker fixed it against my will and far cry 2 was working again mm. so uh, the reason i would create a new account currently is in my account i'm saved for the 100 completion i just need to get my ass and do the multiplayer games like yeah. you can get it now which is cool yeah but hypothetically imagine if um neo masters was still lost and Say tomorrow you'd find a way to go back to Neo Master. Would you do it, knowing that you'd have to probably play all the shovelware shit that you've been playing on? I mean, that's the thing is, I don't think I would do the shovelware stuff anymore, right? Like, I would be mm. like, because like right now I'm much more choosy around kind of what I play. It's mostly stuff that's leaving Game Pass and then the occasional. See, that's an interesting thing because I also said that I would never really do that, right? And I do play a lot of Red Alaka now. Yeah, that's true. But you're also trying to push your score up, right? I am, yeah. I'm at the stage where I'm like, I'm I'm close to getting 200k. And I'm like, I want it. I want that 200k. Yeah. And like, as soon as I hit my 2 million, I lost basically all interest in, in kind of boosting my score. The mm. only times I would do it was for... Because um... you're at the other end of the scale, whereas I'm still yeah. at the low end. Yeah. Yeah. but I, uh, And I think the thing is, is that it's not even about, at this point, it's not about the account. It's about my personal experience with mm-hmm. getting to that. And so even if the account was reset to zero, I would be like, I wouldn't push back up to it. I don't care that much. Are you saying you don't want to watch a cat for 17 minutes? Not particularly. 
Um, and like, even like, yeah, if, if my account got reset, I don't think I would replay a lot of the stuff that I've done. Like, I, I think I would treat it like a yeah. very, like a relatively fresh account. Like there might be a few things, um, but I mean, I'm assuming I still have access to all of my backlog and all the things I bought over the years. So you'd hope so. Yeah. Um, like there might be a couple of things, but realistically, like I, I'm, I'm pushing forward where I can. Like I'm the, the, the new, I, a lot of stuff that I play tends to be Game Pass stuff that's higher, a slightly higher ratio, um, that I've never played before. Uh, and then like the occasional remaster, right? Um, but I haven't been going to my backlog nearly as much as I used to. Um, as is, like, I, I just kind of see what Jake was saying, right? It's like, it's like, yeah, like kind of two minds about it. Like I, I would love to have it a perfect account, but I also, I'm fucking, I'm over 30. Like, I don't have time for that shit anymore. Like, it's just like, fuck it. Like, I, 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 I'm, I can live with it. Um, I'm not thrilled about it. Like, like, yeah, it still annoys the shit out of me that like there was one Windows phone achievement that I wasn't able to get because I had, because of some fucking bullshit. Um, and that like, I'll never have like home front finished or, um, fucking Forza 2. Like, I, like, I know most of the uh, like discontinues that I, that I can't get. Um, but like, I have so many games to play, and like, I the reason I play video games, like achievements, are what push me through games. Yeah. Um, but but games themselves are why I play games. Um, at least for now, who knows, right? Yeah. If I didn't have if I didn't have achievements, I probably would not finish games. Hmm. If I didn't have achievements, I probably would still be playing Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Because that's the only game that gives me go. Game's great. I mean, game. I would definitely just play everything on easy and just go for the experience and not like 100% most of the mm. games anymore. Um, I, might, I probably would still do a few of them because I used to do that before achievements like back in the PlayStation 2, like all the GTAs and that sort of stuff. Like I would... And it all like, becomes speedrunners. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, no. I def- <laughs> oh my God, imagine. I mean, like I know we're sick, but like speedrunners are fucking... They, That's like you know, next level. It is, yeah. Come on, we'd all be but It's actually the same this... level over and over and over again. Yeah, we'd um, all be doing uh, the entirety of soul, all the souls like without getting hit, speedrun, and if you got it, we'd start yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. I'd probably do more of the play a little bit of each game and see what I like, and then like complete a couple, but I wouldn't te- I wouldn't be a completionist if I... I would definitely not have um, a, a hole in my wall from all the games that I bought, like... I have now because if I didn't have a chance, I would just focus on one game yeah. and then move on to the next and off by like, oh, these 10 are on sale. Let me buy them right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Probably just by like, you know, the Resident Evil's Awkward's Legacy and that that we might entire purchase for the entire year and not touch any more games. Well, technically one of those was a Christmas present, so like you can get away with that. I mean, yeah, but I would still buy it for me. Yeah, yeah sure. I know. I know. If achievements wouldn't. All right. Um, thank you for the question, uh, Shane. That was a, a fantastic one, as always. Um, let's get into the news. Um, we'll start with um, Epi. I don't know how, how do you EpiXR. Um, the guys who make mistake. Fucking, yeah, the, the guys mistake who make, is a good is a good. Yeah, the the guys who make these fucking airy games. Okay. Um. So. Airy, if you don't know what the Airy games are, the, we talked about Shovelware Trash before this. Um, yeah. They basically are games where you fly around as a bird and collect things. 
and they pretend to have some sort of minor story and you just fly through like pre-rendered environments there's nothing in them and it's listening to the same song yeah it for is 10 games now it's the same song over yeah. and over again yeah. but you don't want to listen to the same song over and over again I, I prefer I don't want to listen to like some fucking dubstep DJ that isn't probably not getting even getting paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's they, they're trash to be honest. Um, so basically, they've started adding in recently in the last few games. They've added in cheat codes that allow you to basically skip to whatever level you want and get the achievements for them and finish the game in minutes. Um. Some people are upset about this. Most people are like, yeah, I don't want to spend any more time than, than I need to with these fucking games. This is great. Um, apparently, they've uh, they've been told to remove them by Xbox, oh. um, which is interesting. Uh, so some updates have rolled out to uh, Airy Vikings and Paper Flight Super Speed Dash. Uh, and apparently, people when they found out they saw these updates, uh, the codes no longer work. Um, so people reached out and it was confirmed to True Achievements um, that the developer publisher re- received a complaint from Xbox about the cheats and were told to remove them from the game. Um, and also means that basically they're not going to be available in any future games either. Oof, I already completed those. I'm safe. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, I don't... Using in-game cheat codes to unlock achievements apparently is kind of like a bit of a, an interesting area for like achievements. Um I think like the official policy is that you're not supposed to have like cheat codes that unlock achievements directly or, or like that kind of stuff. Um, but I think that it's one of those like most of the time I don't think Xbox takes like cares that much. I think combined with the fact that these are like trash games um, and the, also with the the new um, abs animal game, which is essentially just mm-hmm. looking at a cat for 20 minutes um, yeah. where apparently the only- Microsoft yeah, the only buttons are like rotate the camera and zoom in. Yep. And exits. And, and you just, you just, just get the, watch the cat. It's a screensaver. You get an achievement for screensavers. Um, but apparently Microsoft are also looking into that. So I'm wondering if we might see maybe a little bit of a change in the level of trash game that we still get. I don't know. Maybe not. But I mean, it's, it's probably like a one case scenario where people developers will be like all right so i guess we need to have a jump button somewhere you can make a cat jump yeah jump yeah. 500 times that's an achievement that that's a game and yeah no more skip the level the bullshit that's airy and the other ones were no yeah. but i was like i think like, like chili dog interactive have always had cheat codes in their games right um and they, they usually like you know like invincibility modes or super power-ups or yeah whatever. but they still make you complete the game it's yeah, not like you can skip the, the level exactly. so, yeah just like invincibility infinite ammo yeah so i'm like i'm wondering so, where's the line i guess um, i think it's too late for them to actually do any major changes i feel like this should have been discussed or at least they should have intervened right at the beginning of the shovel where era yeah, i guess you could call it uh, now and uh, now being like yo guys this is not cool is um it's a, a bit, bit light. light yeah definitely kind of like the because if they are getting involved now with achievements and the way that they are um will they may do anything about the thousand g updates well, yeah, that's kind of the question, right? Is like, like how, I mean, how involved are they going to get? I mean, what's so Zidlon the... also got in trouble for changing the requirements for their achievements, make them easier yes, as well. Yeah. 
I mean, what's the difference between um, watching a cat for 17 minutes or um, loading up a Castle No Escape and putting in a cheat to go to level 30 and having all those achievements pop? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't... It, it, it definitely does feel like a situation of like closing the, the gate after the horse has bolted, right? Like they're, they're way behind the uh, the curve on this one. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's always rumors that they're working on a new achievement system, right? Or something along those lines. Maybe there's some consideration there. Maybe Fire were just trying to warn us with the earlier question. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe he's got the inside scoop. Um, but yeah, I definitely sources, would, man. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't play any of this shit if I didn't have to. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see how April looks because that tends to be when I play my trash. But yeah, um, but anyway, not not really much there. Just kind of pointing out there's some interesting achievement, you know, movers and shakers because I know there's a lot of controversial opinions on uh, how we feel about Zidlon and and um, EpiXR and kind of those kinds of games and where they where they fit in our hobby. Um, this one is kind of an interesting one. So, um, I, I sort of caught this. Mm. Um, it's kind of maybe more of a like a, a larger discussion around like Japanese gaming. Um, but uh, Skill Up, uh, wonderful, a wonderful uh reviewer, uh, YouTube personality, um, did a review with uh with Yoshi P, who's the producer on Final Fantasy fourteen and sixteen. Uh, and then part of the interview, he was talking about sort of JRPGs. Um, and it kind of came out that apparently JRPGs, like the term JRPGs was kind of seen, in, at least in Japan, as kind of like quite sort of discriminatory back in the day um, as kind of like a like a pigeonholing kind of thing. And I kind of wanted to get you guys thoughts on if that's kind of changed. Um, I know, like, I have a long history with JRPGs. I know, Dio, you have a, a, a quite a, a big yeah. history with them. And I, Charlotte, you played a few of them. So I kind of wanted to get a little bit of perspective on that. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the video, go go check it out. It was a really good one. Um, I'll probably link it in um, in the podcast channel after the show. Um, also, just like it came out of a, a preview event for Final Fantasy 16, which looks fucking incredible. Um, not coming to Xbox, but we'll see. Um, yeah, Charles, I don't, I don't, Charles, when, when when you when someone says JRPG, like, what do you what what sort of springs to mind as kind of like those those hallmark things? Well, like traditionally, like web games. That that's it, right? Like, yeah. that's what it would make me think of, like Japanese inspired games. So I kind of understand it, but also I, I can get it from both sides. I think Not it's always just one. been like an unofficial classification right yeah i mean it's it's to a point i think it's very much of a a question of culture because i'm sure jap you know asian uh gamers traditionally i'm sure they don't call it jrpgs i'm probably they just just call it jrpgs yeah yeah and i assume that western rpgs are like probably like america west WRPGs or I yeah. don't know. Um, and then you have, you know, like the old school stuff of like CRPGs, which is like like classic PC RPGs, like the original Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I think like it's that. just a question of them being from a different culture and JRPGs on themselves. Um, I've only become popular in the Western market somewhat recently. Mm. So yeah. I'm sure um, 
he is used to the idea of um, JRPGs being a taboo in the Western audience mm. or not necessarily taboo. So I'm sure it's more like a thing of him being used to, to JRPGs equaling a failure in the Western market and him probably not wanting uh, his games to be associated with that because he still thinks that way. Yeah, and I guess like he, he was sort of specifically talking about like in the past, right? Like obviously that's kind of changed, like as you said, as more people have kind of gotten on, kind of gotten a, a wider appreciation for Japanese culture, we'll say, in terms of like media, uh, right? Like, you know, like, like as, as, yeah. I would say like I can think of a recent RPG that came from uh, um, Asia that hasn't been successful. Mm. Yeah. Like, tell me, tell me one JRPG that hasn't gotten a a score higher than a seven. I guess, like, right. if you talk about like major releases, right? Because like Xenoblade, like if you think about like Xenoblade Chronicles, like that did super super well. Uh, Persona, obviously. Persona, Yakuza, Final yeah. Fantasy, obviously. Nino yeah. Kuni is getting attraction again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially now that's on Xbox. Yeah. Uh, I, guilt- I, I, I don't even know if I could consider Guilty Gear JRPG. No, it's fighting game. That's yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I guess like there's a difference between like a Japanese style game, right, or Japanese developed game. Um, yeah. And something that's like a like a like JRPG. The kind of connotation is kind of like Final Fantasy was the go-to. It's like Final Fantasy, uh, Dragon Quest, and then um, there was that that PlayStation exclusive that was basically final fantasy legend of dragoon was it yeah, I yeah forgot, I PlayStation one yeah yeah well because like that that was kind of the era where that started because you started getting imports and started getting localizations yeah. but i really feel like the sort of the playstation 2 had a, that big japanese import like that's when level 5 brought out all this stuff um and then it kind of died down a little bit in the 360 and ps3 era a little bit at least in the west um, cause they I mean, yeah, we had Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, and the occasional Final Fantasy, but yeah, other than that... But, yeah, it was, like, that That was when Western development really took off in that space. That's when you had your Skyrims, um, and, and that kind yeah. of, like, that kind of RPG really exploded out, and, and your fallouts. Um, and now it kind of, it swung back a little bit, where you start to get, like, Persona, like, Persona 5, obviously, was huge. Um, you got the new, uh, Shimigami Tensei, um xenoblade like i mentioned final fantasy 16 looks really good obviously final fantasy 14 is huge mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i mean i can't, like i understand what kind of what he's saying right is that like if you were you know 15 years ago or whatever um you wouldn't remember this year um it was like <laughs> rude what i um, was eight yeah right all right i, I remember <laughs> Um, it, it was kind of like you know, if you said something was a JRPG, a lot of people would be like, "Ah, oh, okay, yeah, not my thing." Like it would. Be- I would giggle because I'll be playing Persona Four and Persona Three. Yeah, right. Um, but like, I mean, I, I've I've always enjoyed that kind of stuff. Like Legend of Lagaya was like a PlayStation One game that super got me into that kind of genre of games that I didn't even know existed. Um, yeah. And like, I kind of see where he's coming from because it's like you know, like you don't want to be. You don't want to be written off for being like put in a box. Like it's, it was like during the 360 era when someone said, "Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's a first person, sh- it's a military first person shooter," and everyone's like, "Oh for fuck's sake, another one of those." 
Uh, and it's like, yeah, you know, most of them were like not great, but you got like a lot of like interesting kind of games, things like Spec Ops of the Line, right? Which on the face of it looked like a standard kind of, you know, modern military shooter, third person Gears of War clone, but turned out to have um, one. Fear, which yeah. technically was. Yeah, again, like, yeah, technically a military first person shooter, but they were like ghosts and shit. And you're like, okay, actually, there's some good stuff here. Yeah. Um, so I can understand what it's like. Oh yeah, you know, you're bringing out, you're working on like a. It's, it's like, oh, it's like Final Fantasy, but and you're like, oh for fuck's sake, okay, like another one of those, or someone just kind of rolls their eyes and doesn't give it time of day. I can understand why that can be kind of you know, and like you got like a Western audience talking about these games like they're all basically the same thing. When when yeah, sure, they definitely have similarities. I mean, but... um, I've been only recently got into the Final Fantasies. What? two years ago, mm-hmm. um, I had a conversation with Kit and where it was like, so basically all of them start with you walking around, then you get a vehicle, and at the end you get a ship. Yep. I mean, fundamentally, they, they definitely have thematic things, and you'll probably find a chocobo and there'll probably be something about crystals. Yes. Yeah. And and we're there, and waifus. Yeah. 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 But, and like, yeah, like, and that's there are there are tropes within any genre of game, right? So I'm, I don't know. I, I just think it's, it's interesting to kind of see that. Like, I also wonder if he knows how much, uh, how big of an impact Final Fantasy itself had on the Western culture, because I would say that Final Fantasy was the forerunner of making JRPGs popular in the West. Yeah, oh, definitely. Like like seven in particular. Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder if he knows the kind of impact that. I mean, well, um, he he must do right in terms of like like looking at like what Final Fantasy fourteen has done in terms of the in the MMO space, mm-hmm. and in in that interview, um, and I'll, I'll like I said, I'll link it. You definitely check it out. Um, he sort of talks about how Final Fantasy as kind of like like an institution is kind of seemed a bit old fashioned, and that's why he's changing up so much for Final Fantasy six sixteen rather. Um. And they're like, yeah, like they, he wants to change it back to like a must-buy, like mm. tentpole kind of game. Um, so he's obviously aware of like like where where the series was and where it's where it's become right now with like fifteen. Um, and like I am very excited to kind of see what happens with sixteen because it looks really really good. Um, they've got, they've got the guy who did the combat for Devil May Cry as um, doing the sort of it's it's more of like a character action game. But I would even say. Um... Final Fantasy, I don't know one person that was uh, a gamer back when Final Fantasy 15. All right, I should rephrase. Um, that is not an, an on achievement hunter. My friends outside of um, achievement hunting, I don't know one of them that has not played Final Fantasy 15 back when the game came out. For sure. It was, I can definitely sold well, right? But it was also critically like, panned in terms of like, and it was a mess. Well, that was also because it was unfinished, right? Yeah. They they released like an update that changed like the, the last third of the game completely. Yeah. And sure, you can say that the last Final Fantasy was bad, but the Strangers of Paradise or whatever it was called, I wouldn't call it a final, an official Final Fantasy, right? It's more like shovelware to keep people entertained. I was more, yeah, it was more of a, it was a spinoff, right? Um, but I think they've taken some cues from that game in terms of like, the sort of more actiony <laughs> kind of character action stuff as opposed to the sort of hybrid ATB system that was in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, again, there's not really much else to say. I just thought it was an interesting point that, like, you know, we, we've used the term JRPG pretty mm. pretty broadly for a long time. And, like, this kind of Japanese culture may see it slightly differently considering that the people who make them. 
Anyway, um, last story. Uh, I won't harp on it too long. I uh, just think it's uh, an interesting update to the ongoing Microsoft Activision merger. Um, so, uh, PlayStation basically have been fighting back, uh, talking about how it'll ruin the, ruin the games industry, talking about how exclusivity is going to break things. Um, Microsoft has basically got approval from the FTC um, to look at PlayStation's uh, exclusivity records back to 2019, um, which basically came about because Sony's been complaining about this kind of exclusivity stuff. Microsoft is like pot to kettle motherfucker. Yeah, um, they, they they drew the the no you card in you know. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Um, and so this basically just means that Microsoft is going to get the ability to look at basically any exclusivity deal deal that they've made with uh, developers and publishers, how much those were made for, and what the terms of those agreements were. Also, along with um, employee um, KPIs and reviews, performance reviews, except for the leadership and the CEO, which is the ones they probably actually want to see, but there is that. Um, and also um, getting to see sort of any any exclusivity deals or any kind of deals they've made with lawmakers or lobbyists or anything along those lines uh, and how much money that those uh, entailed to kind of influence politics. Um Mostly from a business perspective, I assume. Uh, so again, we don't know much about it. I'm sure, like this will be similar to that act, uh, the Apple versus Epic thing, where will this kind of ongoing court case will reveal interesting details. A lot of it's going to be redacted for um, for privacy reasons, I'm sure. But I get the feeling we're probably going to hear some very interesting stuff around um, what Microsoft finds. In terms of basically, we'll see, especially speaking about Final Fantasy, how Microsoft is fucked by not having how much money it costs for Final Fantasy to disappear from Xbox. Yep, exactly right. That would be that would be a big one. That's that's one that's one of the big question marks. Is like, oh, okay, yeah, we got like Crisis Core, but like a bunch of Final Fantasy games are just skipping. Well, a bunch of Square games, I should say, not even just Final Fantasy. Uh, a bunch of Square uh, Square Enix games are um, are skipping. Microsoft consoles for some reason. And it doesn't seem to be, oh, because it's too hard to develop for. It definitely seems like some money changed hands there. Um, it's also part of why there's been so much, so many rumors about uh, Square getting acquired by Sony because they work so closely together. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that we get to see some of that because, you know, like I'd love to know why we don't get to play Final Fantasy 16 or, or Final Fantasy 7 Remake or mm. um, Octopath Traveler 2. You know, like there, there are definitely some gaps in that sort of JRPG quadrant that uh, that that Microsoft yeah. is missing out on, um, or but... even Silent Hill Two. Yeah, which I already—that's the reason I'm going to buy PS Five. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then like Jake said, it's a hundred percent them paying for the exclusions. A hundred percent. Yeah, of course they are. Like they—they're not doing this out of the kindness of their own heart, right? Square, especially with Konami or Square. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like both of them are both of them are getting uh, like they're getting a fat stack for that. Um, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. But I'm just curious to see like what like what are those deals like? How 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 much does it cost to keep something off Xbox and for how long? I mean, um, we saw. Um... How much money Microsoft paid a Square to have Rise of the Tomb Raider exclusive mm. for? Sure, for like a year. So, or whatever it was, and, yeah. and it's too. I mean, Tomb Raider, while popular, it's not a console seller. I would say Final Fantasy sells consoles. Yeah, uh, Tomb Raider, not so much. So I wonder 
if it's uh, the difference in the pay gap, it's going to be. Yeah, it'll be interesting, and especially because so because uh, Square like value their their Japanese development so much more than they did their Western development that they basically sold off. And they sold it all, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it'll probably take a while before we see anything out of this. Um, but you know, I guess uh, we, we're um, they, they Sony started started the week in in the fuck around um, quadrant, and they've ended up in the find out quadrant. So uh, so good luck for them. Um, Twitter is being a minor salt lady because of this, and I'm loving it. It's great. It is. It is. It is great. You could definitely pull up a chair, go grab popcorn, check it out. Um, all right, Game Pass updates. Um, I will quickly flick through this. Uh, so Games with Gold got announced. Um, there are three games, which I think was one of the predictions we had potentially coming back, which is cool. So it's good to see that they're not kind of just going back to two. We'll see if this is kind of a trend. Maybe they go up to four. Maybe they stick with three. Who knows? But um, we have a, a Truba Brook, uh, March 1st to 31st. Uh, Southern Strike 4, European Battlefield Edition, March, 30, March 1st to 31st. And then on the 16th uh, to the 15th, um, we have Lamentium. Uh, I don't know anything about any of those games, so um, no, I might have either. a look at them. I do have uh, something that I was reading before we started that I would like to see Neo's opinion, but um, yeah, sure. we all read the, or possibly the news that um, that by daylight is getting a movie adaptation by Blumhouse, right? <sighs> um, yes, I did see that. No, that but that's not the thing. Um, I was also reading just now that um, they've confirmed the, that they're going to reboot the Resident Evil movie franchise yet again by doing Resident Evil Four the movie. Oh, oh they just can't okay. let go. If anyone remembers us doing um LCA, then like we've been we've been watching all of these movies. It's, the fourth reboot technically because they did the the original movies then they rebooted with the new one they they technically kind of rebooted with the netflix show yeah and And that's not entirely the animated bullshit they've done as well the thing is the animated movies are canon to the games yeah for some reason look i love seeing leon john wick style But I mean, you know, I, like, I get it with with the popularity of of the the remark the remakes that they've done and with four coming out, I, they want to capitalize, right? But fuck. yeah, I mean, as long as they get new cast, <laughs> yeah. Don't you want to see Leon screaming about bingo in the big screen? I mean, actually, to that be fair, be to be fair, if you were going to do any game, um, four is probably the best one for a movie in terms of like campiness. Um, which um, they they've kept the campiness in the new one. I've seen uh, gameplay and. Um, Oh, good. Okay, that makes me happy. I might actually play it. Who knows? Um, we also got uh, announced that uh, we got a bunch of stuff leaving Game Pass, which, yeah. uh, you know, uh, which I, we were all true. waiting with bated breath. Uh, and there's a lot. It's a big list. Um, so we've got Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. We've got Undertale, Goat Simulator, Kentucky Route mm-hmm. Zero, Paradise Killer, Zero Escape the Nonary Games, Young Souls, and F1 2020. <sighs> easiest one would be Young Souls. Young Souls is pretty quick. Uh, I would say Undertale, Undertale is the quickest. Undertale is also very quick. Yeah, true. It is once you um, you don't actually finish the story. So. Kentucky Route Zero is relatively quick, although boring. Paradise yeah, Killer is not boring. super long. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is a little bit longer than that. 
And then nonary games is probably the longest one on that list. If you play it, if um, you play it properly in terms of like the game, yeah. If you, you skip everything, maybe eight hours, ten. Some yeah, of the puzzle. Yeah. There is a there's a good but deal. You'll lose respect the from Neo. You'll lose a huge amount of respect from me because the thing is, like, yeah. If if I was like again, like I think that if you're an achievement hunter and you just kind of want to want to quickly get stuff done, uh, there's a bunch of stuff on here you could do. Like Young Souls is a nice easy one. Kentucky Zero, um, Ghost Simulator is easy. Undertale is mm. quick. I mean, Undertale you should it's, play anyway. It's Undertale very similar to um, um, what's the other one? AI, that also yeah, yeah, exactly. Somnium Files where. The story is like 20, 25 hours, and it's a definitely a good story to go through. But if you just keep everything, it's five, eight hours, especially yeah. since um, the non-ary games. Yeah. Um, some of the puzzles are give the code are the same no matter what playthrough, so you don't even need to solve it properly. You can just put in the code or whatever mm -hmm. it is and just skip through the cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, anyone who's listened, anyone who's watched listen to the show in the past knows that I'm a huge fan of uh, of um Spike Chunsoft releases Danganronpa, um yeah. the AI series, uh, and Zero Escape. All, all three of those games I fucking absolutely love and I would highly recommend it. If you have the time, please try and play through those games. Um I have been harping on it for a long time because I knew this day was not far away. I don't think anyone fucking listened to me, but at least I got people to play AI, so that's something. Um so yes, definitely like I would say the two that I really want people to play are Paradise Killer and Zero Escape. Those are the, probably the two most interesting ones. The two that I haven't played in the list. Um everything else on there is kind of like like Guardians of the Galaxy, like story-wise is good. Um and Undertale is obviously a classic in terms of like how people love it. Uh the other stuff on Guardians as the music and I guess the story because gameplay is very bare bones. Yeah, it's pretty pretty boring, yeah. Um but you can it's very Final Fantasy 15, where you yeah. just click one button to do everything, and then your teammates will do most of the work for you. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But uh, yeah, that's that's what's coming. That's all that's kind of leaving over the next few weeks. So um, you got like ten days. So jump on it real quick because there's a lot to get through there. Uh, thankfully, I've done all of the stuff in there that I care about. Yeah. Um, so I actually need to find something new to play. You know, I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Living Game Pass, so um, I'm gonna do. Paradise the Killer reason, in the non-hairy games. There's a reason we call, called it Veliking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I've done everything else, either because it was book club in the in AHA or because of um, the influx of hype in the case of yeah. Undertale. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't really care about F1. Sorry, F1 yeah. enjoyers. So just doing the other two that I'm missing and I'm good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, let's get into what we've been playing then. Charlotte, you want to start us off? Yeah, um, I'll be pretty quick either way. Uh, so I've still been doing um, the Valentine Relay with um, Dio. So we've been working through that. Um, so we have a few more games that we've got through and just using like backlog games. So that's quite handy. Um, but Not I've... anymore. No, we're now on to new games. <laughs> um. And I've been valicking uh, Young Souls, so I'm close to the end. I'm now just doing the grindy bits to to get all of the chests and to um, finish up the story. So I think I'll have it done today. I'm like working on it this afternoon. Um, and I have still been playing Hogwarts Legacy, so in and out of that, but less this week than I have been because I've been, again, 
trying to get young souls done and i'm also trying to finish up stuff for work because i'm changing jobs in two weeks so so it's been it's it's going to be a busy couple of weeks i'm hoping that once i get into the new job i'll have more time to game and do more stuff um but i don't think i'll have time to do anything other than uh young souls which is the only game that i have started out of those games leaving so that is that's where i'm at young souls is an interesting one because um yeah the story starts boring and it's very a very coming of age story about two delinquents yeah my only problem is um i'm not gonna say what happened at the end um because that's one of my main there's one of my main issues where it feels like the entire plot is useless because of something that happens close to the end i'm with you yeah and the second thing is um how I thought it was interesting that they brought up the fact that, like, the two uh, main characters were, like, battling with themselves uh, with the fact that, oh, they were killing shit and they were they were actually taking lives. But then it got destroyed by a, one of them would make a joke and that plot would completely be left. And I don't know. I enjoyed the fact that they uh, brought that part on. But I feel like if you're not going to develop, don't even bring it up. Yeah. It was very much... It, uh, it was very much of a... Oh, we just killed her. Ah, shit, she was in our way, whatever. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. I, I, like... I just have issues with the how glitchy it tends to be. Yeah, it's kind of... It, it, the, the game feels a little unfinished, both from a... I talked about it when I, I played it a few weeks back, right? Uh, it feels a little unfinished in terms of the combat and kind of the game itself, and also mm. like the, the number of areas and the story, it all kind of feels like they were like, oh, we got like a half a game, and then we had to like end it. I also wish that it had online multiplayer because it should be two player <clears throat> online. Like the, they've got this function where it can be two player, and they you can't use it unless yeah. you couch co op, right? Like I don't really like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's, it's weird. Yeah, that you don't have it. I think it, it feels made... weird. And also the the typical you know indie game where like you can make a choice of three dialogues but both of them all of them mean the same thing so why yeah, it all ends up on the same thing it's like it's not going to influence like anything how would you want to be you want to say give up give up and die or i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah and they reply with i stand with the stone it's kind of it just makes it a bit boring right like I don't know. I don't find it that interesting. I'm with you. Um, <clears throat> anything else? Uh, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I've really been playing. Sweet. Like, yeah, I think that's what makes it boring for me and and Young Souls. Like, I I actually really enjoy the fighting part. Like that, I'm really mm. liking. But the story, I'm just like, I don't really care. I'm skipping it all. I just like skip, skip, skip because I just don't, I'm not engaging in the story at all with Young Souls. I basically know what's going on without actually having to know what the story is. Goblins, bad mojo joke. <laughs> yeah. Have to save Professor Dunn. Like, that's the yeah. whole entire plot of the story, right? Yeah. Like, Pretty goblins much. are bad, some are okay, save the Professor. Collect some shit along the way. Done. Yeah, that's that's roughly correct, yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm yeah. not invested in the story at all. I'm just, yeah, that's just how I am with this game at the moment. Also, Professor Dad, but I don't want to call him a dad, but let's call him Dad. Professor Dad. He, yeah. He's a daddy. 
I don't know if I about that, but sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, what have you been playing, Theo? All right, let me pull up the list. So, uh, not I guess we can say it this 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 week. Uh, Deathloop, or as I like to say it, but Dishonored three point because <laughs> it's basically Dishonored. Wait, uh, powers. Yeah, I mean, same developer, wouldn't you? Mm. Um, the the entire power list is pretty much the mix of Corvo's and Emily's powers from Des- uh, Destiny, um, Dishonored 2, mm-hmm. even the most OP one, which was Domino, which in this one has another name, which I think is Nexus, where you can just link all the enemies. They even the made it even more OP on this one, because before you could only link like, individually, now you just throw it in public and it will links everyone. <laughs> Um, it's a good game. I'm I'm a arcane fanboy, as my next game probably will say it. Um, I uh, I just didn't like how it was the same, technically sixteen areas over and over again. Mm-hmm. If you really narrow it down, it's four areas. The the looping system definitely got old after like a third of the game through because I already knew where the enemies were gonna be. I already knew. Um, Basically, uh, halfway through the point, it became speedrun the game because yeah. you could just do everything. It and I also didn't know if I'm still in the middle about um, stealth not being such a huge deal in this one mm. because uh, in the other ones, if you found if you were found out, you're pretty much dead. In this one, you could probably wipe the entire map and still be fine. Because none of the enemies really presented a threat. None of the traps. I know it's a weird game. It's a good game, but still falls short compared to the other uh, arcane games. Okay, question is, how many times did you die? Legitimately? Uh, I don't think I actually died in the entire game. No. I'm pretty sure my last achievement... After I talked to you about it, yeah, you didn't actually... I'm pretty sure my last achievement was to die. Yeah. Um, Because you did the whole death, like, the whole loops without dying. Yeah, because you could just sprint to the end if you were... If you were almost dead. Um, so after finishing Deathloop, I decided to spin my um, randomizer uh, of backlog games. And um, one of the options was Prey. And I was already in Arcane Kick, so I decided to finish that. And I was only missing the DLC, which is a roguelite uh, story esque, um, very quick DLC, which crash, right? has. M- yeah, yeah, and as much shit as I give you for do not win Dishonored in Bioshock, this DLC is really easy. Yeah. Um, I can also want a DLC that I didn't die. Um, especially since um, you get so many sim points, which is basically the currency uh, that you can just buy if you need to. The delay loops, which you if um so the dlc is based off as you progress and you get more, more story points the lo- the simulation would get um progressively harder faster but you can buy those things where you just use them and it will just basically reset the timer to zero. Oh right so the and you need to finish the the, the, the entire dlc with at least fifty thousand 
of those points, but you get a lot of them. You can probably get 50,000 points in one run because you get you get points by escaping, by killing enemies. Literally everything you do, collecting shit gives you same points. Um, the story of it also kind of ties to the end of the game. I don't know if I can talk about it. It came out in 2016, so I don't know if you really want me to say the the, the end of the OG game. No, because I think that like that game is so predicated on story in a lot of ways that it's probably... Uh, it ends in a the the end of ends in a confusing way of the OG game. Like um, basically, you realize that whatever happened in the the yeah. spaceship um, went past the spaceship. Let's just say that, right. and right. the DLC is um, this the DLC. Um, you're basically uh, an an hacker from another um, company, and you found uh, or a computer from one of the uh, one of the um, Star Labs or whatever it was called um, with info. And your job is to obviously hack it, and it works in a simulation kind of way. And towards as you progressively complete the objectives you find out what's really transpired both in the in the two um laboratories both the one in the main game and the one in the dlc and the end of it kind of explains what happened in the end of the main story and why is it happening okay it's it's a good dlc i think and i wouldn't expect a roguelite to work so well in the free formula but it actually does and it's pretty fun um, I'll definitely chuck that on my list because it's been one of those ones that I just was like, ah, ah, roguelite. I played it for like five minutes. I was like, this is really not my kind. This is not why I wanted to play Prey, but you definitely follow the walkthrough. It cool. basically narrows it down everything. Sweet. And the last one was Far Cry Blood Dragon, which um, mm-hmm. it's basically Far Cry three, but eighties action movie. And I don't think I can say anything else aside from crazy fun. It's still as good as I remember back when I played back in 2016, I think. Mm. Um, a lot more glitchy than I remember. Uh, a lot of blood dragons despawning and exploding while I'm just walking by them. And uh, a lot of enemies just falling over and I guess killing themselves. They were, it seems like whenever I spawn, they were having heart attacks as they're just around me. Amazing. Uh, also, save the game often because if the game crashes, all the collectibles that you picked up, <laughs> oh, you gotta collect them all again. It's a short game, at least, thankfully. It is, and you can just sprint, and there's no fall damage, and there is no um, breath, so you can just swim forever. It's the story is interesting. The ending is kind of weird, and then they made the trials sequel to it and it even made even less sense i was i was really hoping that the rumors of um a far cry blood dragon uh far cry blood dragon 3 vietnam war 2 was apparently the working title for the this uh, sequel that we're going to do for it um i was really hoping they were going to do something with that but obviously they've kind of just let it die um i played the three the original 361 back in the day and had a great time with it so i should actually uh might pick this up it's I mean, I don't know if you should pick it up or just wait for Far Cry 6 season pass to go on sale. Yeah, actually. Right, because that one came with 
that came with the which that's another can of worms in itself. Speaking about roguelike DLCs, Far Cry Six only has roguelike DLCs. Not a fan. Um, anything else? Um, all the shovelware to keep the relay, the Valentine's relay going. But other yeah. than that, uh, nothing really major, I guess. Um, also, Young Souls, but I already said my piece about it. So yeah, nothing really other than those three. What's your opinion on the Valentine's relay? I hate it. I hate installing games, getting one achievement, and be like, "This is a good game." Anyways, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that does least, actually sound like It was like at hell. least good for our, like, backlog, though. At least for, like, getting uh, popping achievements in some of them. And now I'm like, oh, and now I want to go back to that game because I realized that actually that's all right. Um, I I'll, wish I'll... I didn't have a backlog. I'm going yeah. to quit achievement hunting. I'm <laughs> going to fucking become a professional singer or some shit like that. Amazing. We'll get you to do Song of the Week. Um... I'll, I'll quickly talk about what I've been playing. Uh, so I finished up Octopath Traveler right before it left Game Pass about like a day beforehand. That was a rough completion. Um, 115 hours in, I think, took me roughly. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. Because I I, um, I managed to beat the final boss with at 95 hours. So I had to sit around for five hours to get a 100-hour achievement. And then I had the speed mm. run, which I did in about five hours. So it was about 100, actual 100 hours of playing, roughly. Um yeah, I my thoughts from last week are still the same. I don't think that game I think their game is too disjointed um and kind of like doesn't really have any doesn't have really a lot of good hooks. Um the game the combat does improve as you go through the game. Um but yeah, there there I think the game has some serious pacing issues. Um I also did uh Far Changing Tides, both versions of it. Uh, I like that game. It was quite good. Um, you know, it's it's a relative <laughs> It's a relatively standard, like, you know, like sort of management game where you're kind of just like running around, making sure that your ship continues to, to travel in the right direction. Um, kind of wishes yes, to have a speed run achievement. Um, I managed to get the speed run for both of them on my first try, which is fine, um, but I was fucking booking it. And that was the thing is that like, I really didn't feel like I got a chance to like slow down and just kind of just not feel like I'm, you know, fucking spinning 10 different plates of like, okay, well, I, I wish a shark would bite the ship in the beginning and that's how the game ended because <laughs> holy fuck that game was so boring i, li- I liked it it was fun i haven't i haven't played um i haven't played the other one i'm, I'm very much like shin if the game was fun in the first 20 minutes and then i was like you know maybe shovel rather like a shovel where isn't all that bad maybe some yeah. games should be i mean the game was like three hours long it was fine um, it wasn't a long completion, like it was no, a really quick one. I mean, I kind of wish I didn't have to do it twice because you don't. There's nothing really to be gained from replaying it. But it's a very like I, I like the music, I like the art style, I like the like the aesthetic is great. Um, I like the kind of interesting, like again, yeah, no, no, there's no dialogue or anything. It's all kind of you have to learn the sort of story from context clues. Um, and it kind of makes me want to go back and play the first one. Um, so I'll probably I'll probably check that out at some stage. Uh, I also did Metal, Metal Hellslinger, uh, the stack. <clears throat> it's fine. You know, it's, well, no, that's that's not fair. It's it's a great game. Um, like, it, it does what it does really, really well. It's just more of the same, you know, just replaying it. Um, get towards the end of Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. Um, 
spend a bunch of time just going around doing all the like the open world bullshit there's so much of it like it, it suffers from open world bloat in a way that i was really hoping they were going to avoid um but no there are still 95 merlin challenges yep. there are still a shitload mm-hmm. of astronomy tables a shitload of um landing pads and balloons and camps to attack and things like there's so many collectibles unfortunately that it's just like i guess i mean the good thing i guess for you um, not from me and Charles, since we are massive uh, Harry Potter nerds, is that they yeah, said they have I'm no DLC confirmed. Yeah. yeah, I mean the stuff may change down the line, especially how successful the game is. There's already been rumors about a sequel. Um, yeah, like a sequel, I think makes perfect sense. They they built the engine. They have they have the fucking um the castle. Well, like, from what I've read, the it, sequel like. is won't be in Hogwarts. It's that gonna would be, be the American more interesting. The, it's gonna, I mean, it's also just rumors, right? Then, yeah. But um, the um, the school that was introducing the um, fantastic base, fantastic creatures, yeah, the fantastic base movies with the American yeah. school and the other four houses that are basically Gryffindor, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, and Ravenclaw. You know, let's just yeah, yeah. yeah let's just change the names or whatever. I mean, like, hey, like they've obviously stumbled onto a winning formula. I think, like, overall, again, I have, I'm like towards the end of the story. I haven't actually finished it yet. I'm just kind of doing cleanup. Um, but I think, like, this is like a solid, like, eight out of ten game uh, in terms of like just from like an overall perspective. I'm, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. I understand that, like, for some people, like, and and like, it's like mm-hmm. huge, and like, and, like, I can, like, understand the appeal, right? And I, I like, I'm still like blown away by how it looks. And like like how they've kind of set everything up, and the the amount of stuff that is in this game is really really impressive. Um, combat, I think, is okay. I think it's decent. Um, the the game reminds me a lot of The Witcher, uh, The Witcher mm-hmm. Three in particular. Okay. In yeah, terms I can of see it, that. like there's like it's, it's quite a like you you dodge a lot. There's blocking. You kind of like prioritizing spells and that kind of stuff with attacks. But you end up kind of just leaning on the same kind of things over and over again. It tends to be things like, well, I've got like one the spell, this like one color, the spell, the spell, and the spell, and I've got this one other thing that I use sometimes. I just kind of cycle between the cooldowns and just keep rolling around and blocking occasionally. Um, yeah, I was hoping that like I was wishing there was maybe just a little bit more depth to it because like there are combos that are like you know, there's a couple of combos in terms of like what you can do in terms of like like levitating someone, hitting them a few times, pulling them, and then hitting them a few more. Um, but I mean, it's a game about like magic with a wand, right? You don't they don't expect mm-hmm. you to pull out a fucking sword or anything kind of like in ter- terms of like having different combat styles. I think might be a bit more interesting. Um, it's interesting because they basically in the first like two hours of the game they confirmed something that um, hasn't been really officially said in the Harry Potter universe, where there is magic without wands. Wand of magic. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. They never really fully confirmed that. In either in the movies and the books, they talk yeah, about it. About, I mean, like, I mean, house elves have one this magic, right? So like, yeah, and really... the thing is, so do so do goblins essentially. Like they they have small amounts of magic, and that's the whole point, right? And yeah, then wizards yeah. do because children, wizard children, have wandless magic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like Harry did magic. Just... Harry did magic before he had a wand yeah. in the first book. So the whole yeah. point of like having the wand is the wand helps to focus it, right? But they yeah, don't exactly yeah. go into that or talk about it. It's that it's that kind of law that's unspoken. Um, and they just fully outset it. Yo, there's a school yeah. that teaches with uh, magic, yeah. uh, wandless magic, and I was like, yeah, I mean, there's a whole I... school. 
in Africa that teaches it. And they basically said, yo, that school is bigger than Hogwarts. Yeah, which is cool. I like that. Yeah, like I, I think that, like I think the stuff they've done with like the story and the characters, I think, are, is all pretty good. I mean, <clears throat> some of the side stuff is kind of like relatively broad strokes. Like you can kind of see things happening from a mile away. There's not not a huge amount of surprises in the game. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like a solid, a well-made title that, like, like having a solid, well-made AAA title come out in this day and age without a shitload of microtransactions, without yeah. a bunch of other bullshit in there, is really, really there. impressive. And I hope um, they keep one... microtransactions out of it because it shouldn't have them. Yeah. And it's also an interesting, uh, because the, having already an established universe made stuff easy for them, yeah, which sure. is full 100% true. But it's also the thing where, like, they could have leaned so much more in the lore and they tried doing their own thing. Like, yeah. we're talking about the DLC, right? Um, yeah. They could very easily release, like, a 20 15 euro dlc mm. about like the trizer tournament they could be like yeah. oh yeah it's time for a trizer tournament or quidditch, or, or quidditch you know. yeah for example yeah. and they are holding themselves back which i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing uh i mean this game was in development for a long time i remember yeah we saw rumors about it years ago and, and it was delayed it. so yeah so they could very easily put like a like a 10 hour DLC about it and people would be happy would it be good probably not maybe and they're not doing which shows I think a lot of restraint by them which mm-hmm. is good yeah um so like yeah like I I, th- I think it's it's like in terms of like it's mechanically it's a little bit basic for what I was hoping for I was hoping for maybe a bit more interesting kind of stuff in terms of like the story and, and the combat but I think as like the world and the the design of the game is really really good does have a bit of that bloat <clears throat> like a little bit too much of just like that like the the southern coast is basically like really not used for anything in the entire game it's basically just there to fill space and for you to do shit yeah. mm-hmm. um especially when the map is that big yeah exactly like it didn't like i, I would i like would have been happier so if they had big. made the current map a bit more dense in terms of like side quests and interesting stuff and maybe made the yeah. castle a, a few more things in the castle but i think that like you know i'm nitpicking at this point i think it's a like a solid like eight eight point five game it's really really good I do wonder what <clears throat> they did cut out of the game. Because, mm. so like, the, we know the Quidditch... And the Swamp. Yeah, the Swamp, yeah. yeah. But I would like, com- if combat was different, if they made it simpler. I mean, this is a game that definitely appeals to a wide range of audiences, right? They mm. obviously don't want to overcook it. it this, the, Like, The Witcher, obviously, like, you know, The Witcher 3, obviously, was huge in a wide audience as well, but this is a whole different level in terms of yeah. that sort of... Um, like you know like allison is playing the hell out of it and she absolutely loves it and it's just like and so it's like and there aren't many games that do that for her so um yeah like i think that's i think they've 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 struck gold here which is um, yeah it's a game that knows uh the target that they want to appeal and they do it successfully 100 100 percent um with with like just enough nods towards like other stuff to keep um you know people who are super fans um excited and interested yeah um other thing that i was playing that i wrote the song about this week uh was a shadow warrior 3 definitive edition just got added to game pass um this is a fun game um it is a six to eight hour linear first person shooter um high mobility few quite a few different weapons and, and abilities um it the way I would describe it is that it is 
Titanfall 2 mixed with Doom with a shitload of dick jokes. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. That that sounds like Shadow Warrior One. Yeah, right. Like it, it is very true to its like you know like its its roots. Um, and it's yeah, like I mean, fuck. The guy's name is the guy's name is Low Wang. Like the the the, the jokes, like yeah, like the. I mean, if you uh, like killing an enemy and scream and hearing a uh, very bad, poorly Asian accent screaming, you want some Wang every yeah. five minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a game for you. Yeah, um, play Shadow Warrior One. Skip two and play three. That's that's uh, yeah. So um, right over the Shadow Warrior one's completion. Oh, yeah, one is rough. Um, but yeah, like like again, you can play the whole game on easy. Um, they get the there are a decent variety of weapons. I was hoping for maybe a little bit more. There's like one, two, three, four, five, seven weapons, I think. Um, plus a, plus your sword. I was hoping for maybe closer to maybe 10. Like you kind of get the last weapon a little bit like halfway through the game and then it kind of doesn't really add a lot to it. They do throw some interesting enemies at you. Um, they have the like glory kill kind of thing that you have from from Doom when you weaken an enemy, mm-hmm. you fucking just like rip them apart. Um, but the cool thing is that as you rip enemies apart, you get like a special weapon from every type of enemy. Um, it's like your basic enemies will give you double health. Um, one of the one of the ice enemies, uh, you get like an ice grenade that you can throw at enemies, or you get like machine guns, or you get um, a thing that attacks whatever you're looking at. So it's kind of like it's like you and you build up a bar, and so like the larger enemies require more bar to like do the like finisher on them, um, and but you can use those finishes to wipe out more enemies. Um, and it's basically just like traversal area, collectibles, and then combat arenas, and it's like very very straightforward. Story is relatively paper thin it's got like it's it's all just jokes it's just excuses for jokes um you fight so a giant enemy what happened <laughs> what happened to the characters from <laughs> fucking shadow warrior one they completely ignored the plot yep. from shadow warrior only two yep. and i was actually quite uh invested it's it's yeah i mean especially with the ghost demon thing that's on you yeah it's i don't know it's yeah it's super irreverent um the one-liners are all bad every single one of them um there's a lot of pop culture shit in there um i like, I, enjoyed it. Like, like... I had a good time with it. It, it is it is like a bite-sized like it's a great weekend game perfect game pass game um there are they give you a bunch of challenges to do and there's a bunch of collectibles to get so if you pull up a collectible guide you just keep an eye on the challenges and some of the achievements and just make sure you're kind of getting through those as you do the fights has a chapter select has a new game plus has like some survival modes you don't really have to do any of that um yeah and it's just there was yeah there's just like just count how many wang jokes they do it's great i mean to be fair when when you say shadow warrior you, most people already know that it's first person shooter dick jokes all around and yeah that's it pretty much yeah yeah um but I, I was surprised by like you know it's got like a grappling hook and wall running and i was like this is actually like a play is very similar to titanfall 2 um, I wish the the guns had a bit more impact, but you know it's it's fine. Whatever, it's it's, it's can, like a double again. Can we officially say that the grappling hook is for 2022 what the bow was for 2016, where every yep. game had a fucking bow, and now 100%. every game. Has I mean, a should they even hook. reference the fact that every game has a grappling hook now? So we know that you know, it's gone hook. full circle. Wait, is uh, it, there's a grappling hook in Young Souls too, isn't there? Yeah, there just is. Just don't use it. It's just a weapon, right? Yeah, yeah, you can pull it. It's yeah, yeah it's one of the accessories, or yeah, there yeah. Are, they added one in Doom Eternal, one in Halo Infinite. Yeah, 
Um, and then the last thing I've been playing is Pentiment. So the the walkthrough on TA finally got released. So um, as much as I love Welsh Hunter, Pentiment is not the kind of game I want to be having him in my ear the entire time. I actually want to sit there and enjoy the story and kind of the, the mystery mm. and intrigue. Um, TA walkthrough is good. I am... I'm in the second act. There's three acts. Um, if you don't know what this game is, basically you are an artist working in um, in the 16th century, I believe, um, late 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 1500s. Um, working in a scriptorium, you're basically doing some artwork, basically creating a masterpiece um, for them to basically become a master artist. Um, you're you're a journeyman. Uh, you're working at, at, in a sort of small town. Uh, in Germany and um, mm. as you go about your day basically uh, like there's a baron who comes to visit because he's commissioned a piece uh, and uh, he's murdered uh, and everyone's like okay shit okay fuck fuck what do we do um, and one of the one of the um, one of your friends one of the the, the brothers um, is accused of it and he clearly didn't do it like the guy's like an old mm. dude there's no way he did it Um so basically, it falls to you to kind of basically go and um, make friends with people or not, investigate and try and basically as quickly as you can with as much as as much you know detective rigor as you could do back in those days, try and figure out who the murderer was and try and point the finger at someone else. Um, and that's like, and then basically each each act is like a you returning to this. As far as I'm aware, because again, I'm only in the second act, is you returning to the town years later to see the knock-on effects of whatever happened with that um so i'm in the second act it's seven years past the first part um and some more bad stuff has happened um and you're kind of trying to unravel the mystery of like what's going on um it is like it's a narrative game like you're a lot of reading uh, there's a lot of historical stuff. If you have any interest in like that sort of period of history, like the sort of Martin Luther, um, you know, 99 problems, but uh, but the church is definitely one of them. Um, mm -hmm. Like, it's it's really, really interesting. Um, I'm curious to see where it goes. I've heard that the third act is super interesting and like really like kind of changes things. Um, but it's like you know, it is also like a like a fun like social deduction detective game where you kind of go around and ask people questions and interrogate them and try and you know learn gossip and convince people to help you out with things and find clues. Um, but yeah, like I think it's great. Um, it definitely needs a walkthrough because there's a lot of variety. Like you get to choose a lot of specializations and there's a lot of achievements for doing a lot of different mm -hmm. things. Um, so check out the TA walkthrough. Game's not super long. Um, and the TA walkthrough also takes you through a lot of stuff that's like not necessarily like the most optimal path, but still gives you an experience of talking to a lot of people and learning a lot about the world and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a nice middle point. Although if you're from AHA, don't play it this month because sneak peek, that might be one of the book club games for voting in April. Oh. So there you go. That'd be a good one. Um, that might get me to actually play it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think maybe like it might be some, some good fodder for a spoiler cast once we get some people playing it. Because um, it is a very story-related game, and I know a lot of people kind of just kind of didn't didn't pay it too much attention because of the way it looks. Anyway, uh, that is me for this week. Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, High on Life got their achievement patch, so I'm working yeah. on getting that finished. So if you were waiting for for that to get finally done, 
uh, you can now go through and finish the game. You should be able to get it done pretty easily. All right. Um, leaderboards. Yeah. Charlotte, who have we got this week? Okay. Well, um, in third place, we have Mikhail KV with 10,650. Um, in second place, we have The Moonzom with 26,930. And then McLovin Legend with 41,000. 385. All right. Now remove the people that watch the cat for 17 minutes. We wouldn't have anyone left on the whole leaderboard. Well, I mean, I'd still be there. I haven't watched it. Yeah, me too. I'd still be there. I have have the game installed for. I did because streak. I'm going for a festival for a week. I need a quick game that I can just, you know, pop the achievement and go back to the intro. Isn't the festival not till August? Look, I'm, I'm the the game probably is going to get the list next month. <laughs> yeah, fair. Which speaking about the list, it's by Shikondo Soul Eater because that game is going to be the list at the end of March. Oh, okay. It's a quick game, a bullet hell. Cool. Um, completions. Charlotte, you want to? Yep. So in completions this week, we have Keo with Rumbleverse, Hungry Shark, and Hungry Shark Evolution. Frost with Bioshock 1 and 2 Remastered, um, Shadow with Age of Empires 2, The Moon's On with Soma and Dead Space Ignition, um, L4D Pills here with uh, Alien Isolation and Her Story, David with Shadow Warrior 3, Drunken Monkeys with Themesia, Just Jake with Undertale, and Dish with Trials Fusion. Nice work, guys. There's some some good completions in there. Um, Shadow did a great job with Age of Empires 2. I know he's been working on that for a long time. Um, and, and Trials Fusion is no. Um... Yeah, Trials Fusion is a big <laughs> it's, fucking it's, deal. Yeah, it's Trials, and it's probably the hardest Trials from yeah. the three or four that came out. Yeah. Um. So so good job, everyone there. Um. You're forgiven for not stop playing Call of Duty Dish. Now go yeah. back to it. He's only got like one left, right? Yeah, yeah. And I keep giving him shit for even whenever he posts the game. I'm like, that's not Call of Duty. That, that is insane. I mean, like, I, I wish I had that kind of dedication to be able to do that. Um, Don't worry. We're going to start Gears 3 soon, right? I mean, I mean, if, if, if we need something to work on. Um, all right. So, word challenge. Everyone's favorite competition to hate me. Uh, we had a winner. So the so the clues were that the game was uh, the game was something to do with Australia. It was part of a series ahead of a four different developers. It was released before two thousand. Many of the playable characters were based on animals, and it had a remaster in twenty nineteen. And shortly after we posted the show and the clues, uh, our uh, one of our members who are hanging out in the uh, the chat here, uh, Angel, yeah. uh, managed to guess that the the game was in fact the original Crash Team Racing for the PlayStation One. Good job. So good job, Angel. Yeah. Uh, make sure you get in touch to uh, to get your get your prize. We'll we'll sort you out something depending on where you're based. Um, if you're European, the prize is going to be me. Yeah, yeah. You're we'll, just going to we'll, adopt we'll, me. We'll send we'll send you Dio. He'll he'll do whatever you ask him. Um, anything. Um, the same place before. And uh, normally I wouldn't do this, but I'm going to I'm going to say my commiserations to to our, our good friend Mr. Kier alive at home. He was so close, and I feel very bad for not giving him. Not giving him it, but he he did guess. We have said that they need to be accurate. It has to be the exact game, and he unfortunately had guessed the 2019 remaster of Crash Team Racing, not the original. Um, so 
unfortunately, yeah. Uh, but you know, Kier has won before. Um, and so uh, next week, I'm going to have to come up with something uh, extra special and extra tricky to try and stump some people. Uh, so the stay funny tuned. thing is, I was thinking of um, when you said animals, I was thinking of um, Spyro, not Crash Bandicoot. Spyro, I mean, yeah, like, that's the right Ex- era, though, yeah. Especially when you said, when I saw Australia, because in Spyro 3, you play as a kangaroo. That's true, yep. And Sheila, and I was like, it's Spyro. I'm going to keep quiet, but it's Spyro. <laughs> Um, and well so yeah check it next week we'll have we'll have a new game for you guys to guess um and uh best of luck check out the uh the discord discord.io slash hall of gamers is the place to find us we've got the channel there where you can guess uh we also have a questions channel if you want to get some stuff on the show um you can also just kind of chat in general we've got some meme channels and other bits and pieces uh really cool place to hang out that's where us and our community spend most of our time uh, we've also got our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamers if you want to give us some cash so we can keep the lights on. Zoom is $280 a year. Um, so we'd greatly appreciate any support anyone can give. Um, a huge shout out to uh, Lee Howard, uh, Mikhail KV, Chapters, Natolinator, Firehawk, Mad Lefty, G-Spaceman, Admiral Awesome, Keo, Happy Moogles, Kung Fu Skills, Hack and Pwn, Cavalier 07, Old Mate Clown, Mark B, and McLovin Legend for um, supporting us. Um, even even more than our, than our regular audience does. So so thank you so much, guys. Um, oh my god, and, I just got the reference. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, as like I said at the top of the show, you can watch us live. Uh, Xbox Hall of Gamers is the account. Come say hi, hang out in the chat, um, ask us questions, shit post, all that kind of stuff. We we appreciate appreciate all the uh, the audience feedback. Um. And if you want to get us in touch with us in other ways, you can email us, hallagamerspodcast at gmail.com or at hallagamerspod on Twitter. Subscribe to us on your platform of choice. Leave us a review. Uh, tell your friends. Word of mouth, as always, is huge for us. Now, dear, uh, if people want to find you, what are your details? Uh, all right. So this is my social security number, 110. Um, no, so I'm pretty sure this, I said this the last time, but I'm pretty sure Twitter is Galaxy Xbox, uh, TA. And Xbox is Valak, C, and um, the rest doesn't really matter because I don't use Instagram unless I'm stalking Charlotte or Facebook unless I'm stalking my mom. That's fair. So, yeah. And I can't make the other joke otherwise we're going to get cancelled. Charlotte? Uh, Don't, just don't try and find me. I don't want to talk to anyone. Cool. That's fair enough. Um, Okay, fair enough. And for me, Neo Master and everything, True Achievements, Xbox, and Discord. That's going to be episode 70 of the Xbox Hall of Gamer podcast. Thank you all for joining us. Have a fantastic week, and we will catch you guys next time. Bye.